Radio. On Thursday and Friday at St John Paul College, we had the annual Shine Conference. Um, Shine is a festival for our Year 9 and 10 students from all around the diocese, and they come together. Um, they have music, prayer, mass, and workshops to help build their faith. And the Year 9 and 10 students from our diocese who want to come, come along for these two days. We had seven hundred young people choose to come on Thursday and Friday together. Please pray for them because um, many of their parents don't have faith, but these young people want Jesus. It's often them actually evangelising their parents at the moment. So pray for them. Now, amongst these young people, I notice something often, actually I, a lot of parents and grandparents complain to me, that they don't know how to commit. They struggle to commit to anything. Now, say there's a party on Friday night, they won't say yes or no, they'll say, oh, I might be there, just in case a better offer comes. Jobs nowadays, no one has a job for life. They do various things until they get bored of it and then something else. They won't say, I'm, I'll do, help you with that, because it depends how I feel on the day. When it comes to marriage, relationships before even the thought of marriage, they'll have relationship after relationship after relationship. When it comes to marriage, they'll just cohabit and won't even marry in the first place. That's not to mention the lack of young people who are even looking at the priesthood or religious life. But at the same time, can you blame them? Because they look around our culture... And they see in Australia that of everyone who gets married out of 100, about 50 end in divorce. Half of our marriages end in divorce. And that's not to mention, I don't have to tell you about the priests and religious who have left their vocations in the last few decades. Is it any wonder when they're afraid that I'll just end up like them, I don't have the strength to commit to anything till death do part, so why worry about doing it in the first place? Can you blame them? And if this is how our society is, are we surprised that our government is the same? That now the best indicator of when to change your battery and your smoke alarm is every change of Prime Minister. Our government comes from our society. It's going to mirror it. And I'm not just accusing everyone else because I know when I point the finger there are three pointing back at me. Yesterday I went for a walk and I was struggling to decide whether to turn right or left. And I know how often I'm unfaithful to my vocation through my many, many sins. Yet today... Jesus Christ gives an ultimatum. He said, this new covenant comes through me and through dedication to my flesh and my blood, which you must receive to have life. And he says, this is it. Will you stay or will you go? He echoes Joshua in today's first reading. 
Joshua takes the chosen people to Shechem. Now notice where he is. Shechem takes us back to Genesis 12, 1, where God called Abraham and made that first covenant with him. Joshua takes them back there hundreds of years later. And he says, this is our time. God has taken us from Egypt. He's brought us to the promised land. Now we must make our covenant with him. Will you choose the Lord? Or will you choose the idols of the religions around us? For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now what are the idols of these religions around us? An idol is that comfortable God that we make with our own hands and we put just up there on the shelf. And we treat him like a bank machine or a vending machine. We make our deposit and we then make our withdrawal. Thank you, God. I'll say my prayers and I'll have a job promotion. I'll put in my prayers and you'll give me better health. I'll put in my prayers and you'll do this for me. This is an idol. This is us trying to control God. And then this is the rest of my life, God, which I control. You stay out of this. Yet this is not the God of the Bible. This is not our Christian God. He is Lord of all. He is Lord of every part of our lives. And this is frightening because we are relinquishing control. We are submitting ourselves to Him. And it is difficult not to make an idol out of our God, even when we profess to belong to the true God. However, if we do submit ourselves to God, something happens, something changes within us. You see, when I'm trying to control my life, I can't commit to anything because I know that I'm going to change but I don't have the strength to pull through all the way to the end. And so I won't do it. And so it frightens me. But if I submit myself to God and let him be Lord and let him be in control of my life, I start to realise that God doesn't change. God does have the strength. When I come to the Eucharist week, after week and make the greatest act of faith there is looking with the eyes of my body and seeing just bread but then with the eyes of my faith knowing it to be my Lord and my God when I fall on my knees before this Eucharist that act of faith teaches me that God is looking after me he is in control He will not fail. I can trust him. And now I can commit. Now I can stay faithful. And don't just take my word for it. In our society, 50 out of 100 marriages break up. Of Catholics, 
who are true to the sacraments, the Eucharist and confession, who stay faithful to the teaching of Jesus Christ and his church, including all the hard sayings such as contraception. Their rate of divorce from 50 out of 100 falls down to 1 out of 100. From 50% to 1%. Do you want a silver bullet to save your marriages? People don't get married to divorce. They want this. Why aren't we shouting it from the rooftops? As St. Paul said, spouses submit to each other. Wives respect your husbands. Husbands, lay down your life for your wives as Christ loved the church. Men, take note what that looks like there with nails in his hands and his feet. They made a study also on priests who have left the priesthood. Every single one of them at some point before they left had stopped saying their prayers before the Eucharist. And unfortunately there were some who stayed and committed the worst of crimes. And I put money that they stopped praying before the Eucharist too. Today, Jesus Christ puts to us a challenge. This is my flesh, this is my blood. Will you stay or will you go? This is our battleground. So let's ask ourselves. Will we go away too? Or do we truly believe that he is the Lord of everlasting life. And we have believed. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.